Money from the deep pockets of wealthy donors is oxygen for any successful presidential campaign. And Nikki Haley just got a big old dose of it on Tuesday. The Koch-backed group Americans for Prosperity announcing it is backing the former South Carolina governor's bid for the White House. So, of course, the big question now, will the endorsement and all the cash actually offer up the momentum that she needs to give Nikki Haley a real shot at overtaking Donald Trump? The man with the answer is Harry Enten. No pressure, Harry, but what do you got? I mean, look, I think a lot of people might say, okay, what the heck are the Koch brothers thinking if you look at the national polls? Look how far back Nikki Haley is. She's at just 10%. Donald Trump at 61%. She's not even in second place. Ron DeSantis is at 17%. And you might say, okay, this might just be emblematic of wealthier folks not liking Donald Trump nearly as much. As you see in our latest CNN poll, incomes of 150000 plus. You see Donald Trump is at 38%. Nikki Haley is far closer at 21%. So are they just biased in some sort of way? I don't think that's necessarily it, because if you take a look at the polls in Iowa and New Hampshire, this is Trump or choosing Haley. You see, nationally, Trump's ahead by 51. But look at Iowa. Nikki Haley's at 16. Donald Trump's at 43%. Or you look at New Hampshire, it's only a 22-point difference. So I think they're looking at the early polls and saying, you know what? Nikki Haley has a real shot of defeating Donald Trump, despite what the national polls are showing. OK, let's do the history then. Does she? What's the precedent here? What is the precedent? Are there any candidates who have come back to win either Iowa or New Hampshire when they were down by 20-plus points at this point? Look at Iowa. George H.W. Bush won there when he was down by 20-plus points. Dick Gephardt in 88. New Hampshire, Gary Hart in 84. Pat Buchanan back in 1996. And here's the other thing that I think you want to take a look at here. Non-Trump voters who have made up their mind the GOP primary, look at that. Just 24% in Iowa just 29% New Hampshire. There is this large anti-Trump vote in the GOP primary they think can move around, and maybe some money from the Koch brothers might help them move towards the Haley direction. Joining us now, civil rights attorney Maya Wiley, former deputy chief of staff to Congressman Adam Kinzinger, Maura Gillespie, and New York Times national political reporter Shane Goldmacher. So as we, as we look at this, Shane, to you first, especially after this reporting, I mean, is this enough? Are there signs that point to it being enough to disrupt things? I mean, I think the short answer is no, there aren't signs enough to, to disrupt Donald Trump. Um, but I think this does have a big disruption in the campaign and in the primary, which is there's a primary inside the primary, which is Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley trying to be the one anti-Trump figure. And this is a really big part of that. Uh, this is a lot of money and an important group coming in and saying, we think that at this point in time, that candidate, it's Nikki Haley. It's no longer Ron DeSantis. And, and that's a disruption. Now, does that, either of them ever get a real one-on-one -on -one with Trump? Can they catch up to Trump? That's a different question entirely. Maura, as somebody who's been in Republican politics, look, I think the Koch brothers became kind of the Democratic boogeyman. There's a ton of money, as Shane was noting. My question right now is, it's a grassroots organization that has a ton of volunteers with right. it, uh, AFP, plus the money. Mm -hmm. What kind of juice do they have in this primary? Can they, in Ron DeSantis, can they elevate Haley to be the clear number two? I think what it shows us is that they're putting their money and their team and their volunteers behind her because, again, what they started telling us earlier this year was anyone but Trump. It can't be Trump. And so they're really doubling down on that and pointing out that Ron DeSantis is also not the, not the choice for Republicans. And so looking at the field that's left, they chose Nikki Haley, who has the most momentum. And we have seen that her poll numbers have increased, especially after each Republican debate, which there's another one coming up. Uh, they're putting their money behind that. And I think it's telling as well that, you know, in Iowa, Kim Reynolds, she put her support behind DeSantis. 
Both these scenarios did not choose Trump. And I think that's really telling for what people who have some say in the party are letting us all know that we have to move beyond this because but it's forward looking. Isn't that the whole issue? They picked two different people, therefore making uh, kind of making it more difficult for the anti-Trump vote to the extent it exists. But it's important to have choices. If, if we continue to follow along the Trump method, we, we will lose. And also our democracy will lose, our constitution will lose. And I think people are recognizing that within the party, the real dangers that are at play here, and they're looking for any other avenue but Trump. And, and part of the memo, right, was that one of the reasons we think Nikki Haley is the person to put our money behind is because they believe she can bring in some of those independents, some of those moderates who have been turned off by Donald Trump. How are Democrats, Maya, looking at this this morning? Yes, we recognize the state of where things are in terms of the power of Donald Trump and where he sits this morning. But is Nikki Haley seen as a real threat? I, I'm going to go with Shane here. I think this is about the honorable mention in this campaign. Uh, I think it is interesting, and one thing that's particularly striking from the standpoint of uh, the statement that they made about the extremism that a Donald Trump represents and how Nikki Haley is the counter to that kind of flies in the face of their history of actually supporting getting Donald Trump not just elected, including, um, you know, some of the work that they helped to fund in Wisconsin in 2016 and the, the ads that helped support him by going after Hillary Clinton. But, you know, when you go back to the origins of why Donald Trump has been so dangerous for democracy, his lies about uh, the election in 2020, you know, this all goes back to the attack on voting rights that, frankly, was a signature of the Koch brothers that began, you know, after 2008 and the efforts to make it significantly more difficult for Americans lawfully allowed to vote to vote. And that's the origins of the great denial and the big lie. Um, and that's something that we owe, frankly, to the Koch brothers and to Alex. So the roots of this very danger to democracy is essentially coming from the same folks that are now saying, oh, wait, now democracy's in danger. Maya, to, to pull a piece of, of what you said at the top, on, on the statement and talking about extremism, what's striking, I think Moore gets at this a lot uh, when we talk as well, is there are a lot of Republicans who feel that way. There's no question about it. And yet, take a listen to, I think, one of those Republicans and who he'd support between Trump or Biden. So if it comes down to Trump and Biden, which it most likely will, you're going to vote for Trump then? I am a Republican. Okay, so you will vote for Trump. Okay. It's not going to be Trump and Biden, though, I'm telling you. So, you so think here's it'll be another here. Republican and Biden? So I will say this, and, and I mean this quite sincerely. The party yeah. that chooses to move on from Trump or Biden first wins. Shane, to his first statement, and I think this is so, this isn't just a one off quote. This isn't just him saying something that's good sound. This is at the root of everything. If you're not willing to say, if it's not Trump, I'm going to the Democrats. Doesn't that undercut what Moore is talking about here, coalescing behind anybody else? I mean, this is just an ongoing challenge for a whole slew of Republicans, right? You have uh, the former Attorney General Bill Barr, who said that Donald Trump was, you know, not a good president and maybe a danger to this country. But if presented a choice between Bill Barr and a Democrat, well, you're, uh, between Donald Trump and a Democrat, he might go back with Donald Trump again. Uh, look, the Koch brothers are actually doing something, I think, pretty notable here, which is they are swallowing some major disagreements with Nikki Haley on a slew of foreign policy issues in which they disagree with her. She's a hawk and they are not. And yet they're saying, we're going to put that aside 
for the domestic issues where we think that Donald Trump is bad for the country. And I think it speaks to a bigger issue here is that people, voters, do not want to have another matchup between Biden and Trump. People are very disinterested and they are unmotivated. And unmotivated voters, it's going to benefit Donald Trump. So they're looking to get somebody else in there and doing so by putting their money behind Nikki Haley.